Stormward and Associates is a production of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts from actual play to true crime to witchcraft, go to nerdandtie.com or join our community on Discord by finding an invite at nerdandtie.com slash discord. Over a hundred years ago, the dark wizard Hollowell prophesied his return, but Sheriff Aesop Stormwood swore his descendants would stop him. He created Stormwood and Associates with the sole purpose of defeating Hollowell in the future. It failed. Now the young Raz Stormwood and her friends have been framed for a crime they didn't commit, and they've escaped to the Morris Halata underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive operating on the edge of society. If you have a problem, they can solve it. But don't get in their way, or else you might get caught in the eye of the storm. Stormwood and Associates stars Gen Proc as Raz Stormwood, Nick Izumi as Bill Carpathia, Kyle Johnson as Tristan Babbitt, and Trey Dorn as N.K. and Kell O'Reilly. Previously on Stormwood and Associates. The team is currently after one of the Tristones of Nakur. You know, a thing that they need to destroy that other big thing and yada yada yada. It's the MacGuffin. Anyways, uh, they've tracked down one of the Tristones of Nakur to Arcturus Manor in Toma Lake, Kalasorda. And currently, Raz, Babbitt, and NK have broken into the manor. Uh, found out it belongs to the grandmother of a certain... Elf of the Pixie Cut they met in Beauregard, Palata. And now they are making their way up into a um, magic tower that seems to be kind of disconnected from time in the hopes of getting to the hidden collection of magical items owned by this wizard family to where the Tristone of Nikur that they're looking for should be. That's, that's it. That's where we are. I think I got it. So I'm not going to make you roleplay going up every floor of the tower now that you know what's going on. How many are there? Just There's like 10 stories. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't I was never going to make you roleplay all of them. I was just, you know. So so you guys go up 10 levels as you progress up besides, you know, it relocates to another location and then the tower eventually um relocates again to what looks like the side of a mountain and at that point the house does change um, instead of as you look out the window of the tower um, the the windows are the same sort of the, 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 the stone shifts slightly the windows look older and more old fashioned and the building changes entirely. 
like you're on like the side of uh, this the tower becomes part of some castle okay at this point we're in europe <laughs> yes at this point you're in europe <laughs> i think this might be scotland <laughs> Okay. No, nah, maybe not Scotland, but uh, <laughs> more like the Alps. But uh... you know, but yeah. So it's uh, as you you climb up, and eventually, as you after like ten floors of this, going back through a bizarre, bizarre experience. You reach, you go up one more set of stairs, and instead of any windows, you're presented with a small room with a large, dark oak door. And you can see the an edge of light underneath the bottom of the door. And there's light coming up from the staircase that you've just climbed. But that's the only light in the room. It's probably dumb to ask if there's a keyhole. No, there's no keyhole. Yep, figures. Um, do we hear anything from the other side of this door? No. Okay. Who wants to... I guess I'll do the honors. I'll try Not to it. open it. <laughs> Alright, you open... So it's a, it's a large double door. And you can see the kind of... Actually, a crack of light between the two doors also. Um, there are two large wooden handles, and the door just seems to pull towards you. Like, you pull the door towards you, and I'm assuming... Are you opening both of them or just one? Um, I'm going to stick to just one. Left or right? Left. You open, so you open the door. As you open the door, you see a long hallway ahead of you with a, there is a deep red carpet running down the center of a stone floor. There are archways along the left and the right to which there are torches attached to the, uh, there are torches attached to various stone pillars going down, and that's what's creating the light that's in this room. It's an arched stone ceiling, and the hallway seems to go for quite some ways. I will say if that I clo- the torches appear what? to be on fire, but there's no sound of fire. It is just silent. And, okay, I want to do some testing. If I close this door and open the other one, is it the same? Yes. I was just being a jerk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, because no, magic. That's a legit yeah. question. (laughs) 
I am the kind of dick who would build a trap like you that. You would totally do that. I, I, I just... Okay, I guess we're going down this hallway. Is there anything right inside the door that I can just, like, move in front of it to keep the door from closing? No. Okay. No, it's so, um, to the left and right of the door, as you walk in, there are two large statues of gargoyles that match the ones that have been, like, all over this house. Um but they are huge. Like, they are bigger than Raz. So, you're not moving that. Also, the doors open outwards from your from the point you are once you enter the room because they open right. into that room. So, yeah. you know. Okay. Someone trying to lock... You know, if someone wanted to block that door, they could do it from the other side of the door from where you are. All right, so you guys are walking down this hallway then? Yep. All right. So are you staying just in the center of the hallway, or are you looking around, or? Um, well, all, all that's, like, around that we can see from the middle are just, like, all the torches, right? Well, no, so there are archways on the left and the right. Uh, from where you entered, you couldn't see what was in them. Oh. Um, yeah, I'm going to stay in the middle, but I'm definitely going to, like, look. Okay. So as you, you are, as you go down the hallway, you can see in these archways, there are glass cases that appear to hold various items. And then alternating between those are, like, so glass case on the left, glass case on the right, and then the next set of arches, there is stone gargoyle, stone gargoyle. Next set of arches, glass case, glass case. Next set of arches, stone gargoyle, stone gargoyle. Okay. Can I see anything that's in the cases from the middle of the hallway? Um, You see various, like... Like stones, daggers. Um, there are some books. There are some like carvings. There's like some clearly stolen. Like <laughs> uh, there's some spoils of imperialism smattered throughout. Um, there are many, many magical items, though. Um, NK looks at you guys and it's just like so I'm not like this whole place is spooky all those items are spooky oh, yeah. um if we're like if you're looking for a really powerful magic item well tough this place is a giant magical item I think but I know what okay are all the tristones like the same? Yes, you know what the tristone looks like. Yeah, I was gonna say like one of the sheets of paper. We didn't mention it, but like one of the things included like a depiction of what the stone looked like that Mikhail left on the ping pong table. Nobody asked to look at the paper, so I didn't. 
but spoiler, it looks like the last one you found. So you know what the stone looks like. Yeah. Do I casually see it? Not yet. Then we keep going. All right. So as you can see ahead, um, there's a point at the end of the hallway where it appears to go down like it's going down a flight of stairs. Oh. So it's uh, you can't see where the hallway ends because like it, it goes down a level. Guess we're going down. Okay. As you go down this flight of stairs, everyone roll me a d10, by the way. Six. I got a one. Okay, everything's fine. Um, Obviously. <laughs> I mean, those are really cool gargoyle statues, Babbitt. Um,. As you go down the stairs into the, you know, past the silent torches, it opens up into a large domed room with uh, a red, um, the carpet ends, but there's kind of like a red marble floor um, with some intricate stone masonry that may or may not be symbols. Um, there are tapestries on the wall. Of, uh, against the dark stone depicting various images which aren't quite like you're not sure what they're trying to show you some of them look like they involve people some of them appear to be creatures and uh, one of the tapestries is like this figure in golden armor with like kind of like this like circular like shimmering pattern behind it well that's pretty neat yeah um and there's just there are there are a number of uh there are like nine gargoyle statues spread around this room and in the center of the room is a a large stone figure about twice the size of a person with spread like it's made of stone but spread large bat wings and its hands are cupped in front of it and there is something glowing in its hands I want to go look at what's glowing in its hands. You approach the figure. It is one of the Tristones of Nakur. Yup. Sitting in its hands. Like too many puzzle games to know. <laughs> <sighs> of course it is. Oh, god dang it. Ah. Dip. I didn't grab a rock from outside to Indiana Jones switch it. <laughs> I mean, let's think about what Raz normally has in her pockets. I mean, that's true. 
I mean, you're obviously not going to leave the grapple gun or your lighter, yeah. but you usually have some granola bars and... Uh, Chapstick. Chapstick's not heavy enough, I think. But it depends on the size of the stone. I could grab a granola bar and, like, try to mush it into a stone-like shape. It is, it is like, the size of two <laughs> granola bars, the stone. Oh. Okay. I have two granola bars. Yeah. It's, uh, because, you know, the... That podcast guy was wearing it in, like, a crude pendant around his neck. I think, yeah. It's not huge. No, but if you smush two granola yeah, bars together, you it's could you sizable. Can, if you want to, if if you think that's something that will do a thing, go right ahead. It Man, is, it's going to do a size. thing if I even touch the. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to fight giant stone beings. And probably a bunch of gargoyles. Which are big stone beings, because they're bigger than me. Well, they're only, like, maybe a few inches taller than you. Oh, that's not so bad. The gargoyles, but they're still yeah. stone. Yeah. I mean, it's still this game. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have perspective. Man, I wish... See, now I wish I would have re-archetyped into, like, I don't know if we still have military. No, to blow stuff don't. up. Nope, that yeah, is, ex that's an outlawed archetype. Yeah. I wish I had it, though. No one is allowed to have that archetype in this game. That is a no. specifically banned in second ed archetype. <laughs> yeah. For good reason. It is wholly broken. <laughs> don't do it. Okay. Much like in a future episode of the Meat Grinder, I grab the stone. <laughs> Let's hope what happens here doesn't. All right, doesn't so, so you're just grabbing. What happens then? Are you trying? Well, to be fair, you're not trying to use the stone. You're just trying to grab it. Raz is smart that's, enough not to try to use it. That's true. Um, and if you aren't listening to the Meat Grinder, you should. Also, that episode's not coming for months, so. I know. Or I mean, technically, this we've already referenced in this story something from the meat grinder indirectly on one of the tapestries, but oh, I missed that completely. <laughs> Golden armor, yeah, in front of a shimmer. Oh, I, yeah, I missed that completely. Oh, that's an Easter egg that I we're giving to good... people that's foreshadowing for the meat grinder. Oh. Sometimes I feel dumb playing this game. Okay. <laughs> I layer things in. I'm a pain in the ass. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. Um, so, because Raz has been watching a lot of movies lately, um, <laughs> she's gonna take out a couple granola bars, smush them together, and try to Indiana Jones switch dum -da -dum -dum. the stone out. Dum -da -dum. Dum -da -dum -dum. Okay, so as you swap the stones, um, quote unquote, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> <do I> just... 
Uh, so this is a the this the, the, the giant stone figure is about like twice the size of a person, but it's kneeling, so you can easily get to its hands. Um, you make the swap, and as you swap it, and as you drop the like put the granola bar in its hands, the head of the stone figure raises slightly, and the eyes open. To reveal two black onyx eyes. Oh no. And its mouth says no. Around the room the the nine gargoyles begin to shift. Oh no. As they are all of their heads turn up and look at you with black eyes. Roll initiative. Oh, man. Twelve. Six. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. So Babbitt got twelve and Raz got six. All right, NK's up first, because NK got a 14 on her initiative. Um, and NK is, uh, so NK's off to the side near a couple of the gargoyles, so NK's going to take, uh, NK thankfully did bring her guns on this mission. And she is going to take a shot at one of the gargoyles. God, these numbers are terrible compared to her old numbers. <laughs> That's a good roll. typing hurt. 13 should hit the gargoyle. Yeah, because that's... Yeah, definitely hits. And... Oof. Oh, that, okay, so that's seven plus seven minus the soak, and the soak is four, so it's dead. Boom. NK immediately kills a gargoyle. Wow. Shoots it in the face, and it drops. And as the she shoots the gargoyle in the face, as it drops and hits the ground, it shatters into stones. So it is clearly dead. And that's the yeah. one she just killed that was up next, so we're at Babbitt. Um, so where's the stone the now? S the stone is in Raz's hand. Right, okay. Yep. Um, the, okay, Babbitt is going to... Uh, take a running start and then leap onto the face of the 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 main statue thing. The big one. Yes. Covering his face with his <laughs> sorry, covering his face with his body and uh, yeah. Is he trying to do damage? Are you trying to do damage to him? Um, sure. Yeah. Well, is this an attack or a sweet move? I mean, I, whatever, I just want to 
basically, <laughs> I I, have, I didn't really intend to do do damage. I wanted to just like distract him. So okay. That he can't get get Raz. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so if for, I was saying, was that a sweet move, or are you just trying to do it? Just want to do it. All right, so we're gonna we still have to roll that as an attack then. Okay. Um, so give me 1d10, we'll say bare hands, so 1d10 plus your bare hands plus your level. Eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> you land on his face and manage to hug onto his face. Are you, are you trying to do damage while you're there? Sure, yeah. Okay, so, uh, roll me your damage, 1d10 plus your bare hands. All right. Well, he's good thing he's uh, got a good soak. All right. So, Babbitt is on the face of this thing. Um, that brings us to some of the gargoyles, and they are gonna have to. So. They were going to go after Babbitt, but Babbitt's now on the face of the big one, so that means they're going to have to attack either NK or Raz. Uh, let's take a roll here. Gonna decide who how many are attacking who. The fairway. And they're all attacking Raz. Bring it. Alright. Here's the. Alright, let's see here. Let's see how many of these guys hit. What's uh, the do? Their attack is a one plus. Okay. What's your um, Raz? What's your swiftness plus level? Three. You have a swift. You have a swiftness of two right now. Okay. Am I not supposed to? No, I mean, you can. Okay. That's not like... Yeah, I, I told you, I built her differently this time. Yeah. it's Well, you know, it's like... NK's only got a fitness of two, so I mean, it's like it's not like weird. Yeah. Oh, it means you've got a fitness of seven, don't you? That's seven? How do I get seven? Should be seven. Should be seven, because your total... Your fitness and swiftness right now should add up to nine. Oh, man, I did this wrong. <laughs> I had it at four. Dude, no, that's. Remember, rearchetyping like we only you 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 start out higher than a first level character every end like from the previous kind of archetyping, so it should be slowly gaining points as you go. Yeah, so fitness and swiftness should add up to nine. And range melee and bare hands all together should add up to five for the base. Okay, there. my combat was good. Okay, I did that correctly. The other ones I did bad. So. Okay, so are you are you gonna so so let me where are you putting your points <laughs> before I tell you what does what? Um. We'll do a dodge of four. So swiftness of four? That's what you're doing? Swift, 
Swiftness oh. of three. Swiftness of three. Okay, so you're actually about to move up higher in the initiative order then, because then you yeah. should have been at an initiative seven and not an initiative six. And that literally moves you in front of two of the guys. So okay. that's a very important <laughs> distinction. Like, not out of these guys, but out of, like, there's, like, we started with nine. There are eight standing gargoyles oh. and then the big Goliath. So being in front of, like, you know, two more of them in the initiative order than you were before is very important. All right. So yeah. your dodge is four. All three of these guys hit. Okay. Um, so let's see how much damage they do. So what's your, um, fitness plus level then? Seven. Okay. This first guy does no damage. Like you soak it. Second guy, you soak that. And the third guy just rolled a one on his dice, which you 100%. So, so all three hit you and all, and you just like took the brunt of all of it without any problem. <laughs> The Goliath, the big guy, he's gonna, he's got Babbitt on his face, so he's gonna take a swing at Babbitt because he can't see anything, but he knows where his own face is. So he's gonna take a swing at Babbitt, and, um. Does a 15 hit? Yes. All right, and he's going to do He's going to do 11 damage before your soak. Oh, okay. What's your soak? Uh 3. All right. So you took 8 of that. Yeah. Remember, we can take up the characters can take up to 25 now yep yeah so that's for the listeners characters because they re-architect again can now take up the 25 damage so eight's a lot of eight's like really bad for like uh, a, an unre-archetyped character but at the level our guys are now that's that was just a, literally a swat he's <laughs> The, the, the big guy just, like, he's not super smart, but he knows that there's something on his face, so he just smacked himself in the head. So you're still on his face, but... Um, okay. Yeah. That takes us to you, Raz. There are, right now, eight gargoyles in this room. Three of them just hit you. Okay. And those are the ones right near you. There are five more that are, um, some of them are approaching NK, and they haven't gone yet. Um, yeah, the, and then there, there are two more that are, like, just still coming towards you, but haven't reached you yet. Um, and we are in a domed room? Yes, there are stone archways going up the dome. Um, and, uh, there are, throughout the dome, like, various, uh, attachment points for these magical torches. Oh. Mm -hmm. I think I'd like to um, sweet move 
um, doing my good old bullet ricochet around the room to try to hit as many gargoyles as I can. Okay. Do we agree that that worked, guys? Sure. Sure. All right, so if you're just hitting gargoyles, that means this is... uh, So give me your range plus level plus 1d10. Six. Okay. So you're going to take out two of these guys. Do you want to take out two of the ones that haven't gone yet, or do you want to take out the ones that are right on you? The one's right on me. Okay. So you take out two of the ones that are right on you. You shoot the gun, bounces around, and shatters two of the guys who were right on you. It's a choice. Nice of you to give these ones a fighting, these other ones a fighting chance to hit you before you kill them. Um... I can take it. All right. Two of these guys are going to go after NK. And so, yeah, what's her dodge? Eight. Okay. These guys are both going to go after NK. One hits, one misses. And she is going to take... It's 11 damage before soak. So she's take NK takes nine damage from one of these guys. And the other three are going after Raz. That guy misses. Your dodge is four, right? Correct. So two of them hit. All right, and what's your soak? Seven. Seven? Okay, so uh, one of these guys hits you for 11, so you take four damage from that one. And the other one hits you for nine, so you take two damage from that one. So a total of six. You took six damage after soak. Okay. That's not terrible. Not for me. No. All right, and that brings us back to NK. NK is very pissed off. NK is going to... um, NK is going to make a dash up, actually run up the back of, because it's crouched over still with Babadon's front, the big one, and run up its back and jump off its head, flipping around midair and actually then shooting at the gargoyles that are circa on the ground through this dive to take them by surprise, and then shooting as she falls through the air and then does a roll to land back on her feet on the other side of the room. Does that work? Yes. Okay. Let's roll to see what she did there. All right. Eight, so she took out two of them and damaged a third. And this one took 
one. All right, that brings us to Babbitt. Babbitt is going to, uh, while still holding on to the thing's head, push off from uh, its like upper torso to flip over the head, trying to uh, bring it with me and knock it over. <laughs> um, <laughs> just I want to think about the physics of this for a moment. Uh huh. So, so explain to me what you're doing, because... Okay, so I am holding on to its face. Uh-huh. I've got my... So I, I, like, push off with my legs from its body to, you know, flip over its head on, you know, because it's, like, I'm holding on to its face. I can... Right bring the face with me and like try to knock it over onto its back okay so this thing weighs about like the amount of a Buick uh huh you weigh 110 pounds okay buck 20 and your point of leverage is itself I'm going to make you roll for that if you're doing that as a sweet move. Yeah, sorry, Kyle. If, if you're going to break the laws of physics that badly, I'm going to make you roll to do it. Sure. So I have to <laughs> get less than five? Uh, yeah, so you've got to roll you got to roll 1d10 and roll a five or lower. Okay. One. Oh, that's oh the gosh. one time that a one is great. <laughs> Against all laws of physics, gravity... Newtonian motion. You so so. Where what do you? You're you're trying to kick this thing back. I'm trying to. <clears throat> so I essentially, it, it's kind of like a um, like a trebuchet, <laughs> where I flip over its side to uh, flip over over its top, pulling it with me. To try to knock it on its back? To try to knock it onto its, its back. Yeah. And its giant stone wings? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this works because the roll, the dice said it worked. Um, stupid, stupid dice. Okay. So this would be a bare hands attack? Yeah. So give me your bare hands plus your level? Uh, yeah. Uh, so eight. So you just did eight damage to it. Cool. Which means you did as much damage to it as it did to you last round. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and now it's its turn. <laughs> so where are you physically now that you've done this? I figure I've probably landed like... Like... Like, not, like next to his head, like above his head, like on the floor. You know, like... Not above, but by him. Okay, he roars, and he's going to swat at you with his hand. Yep. Uh, let's see how he does. All right. Um, what's your dodge? Eight. He hits. 
And what's your soak? Three. Three. So you take out... I want his stats, not NK stats up on screen. So you take... Well, he he did six damage, so you take three of that. Okay. All right, that brings us to Raz. The Goliath is on the ground down its back in front of you. There are four gargoyles left of the original nine. One of them's kind of beat up, but uh, the other three are fine. Um... And, uh, yeah. And so, yeah, the Goliath is on its back in front of you, and then there are, uh, there are four other gargoyles in the room. Are there any large chunks of rock? Well, there are pieces of dead gargoyle, um, which were made of rock. How big of a chunk are you looking for? Mm, pretty big. My idea is to use my grappling my grappling gun hook grappling hook gun every episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, to use my grappling hook gun, um, lasso a big chunk of rock and whirl it around my head like um, like Olympic hammer throw. Okay, so you want something that, like, if one of the gargoyles, like, torsos was intact? Yeah, I would love that. So I'm going to ask you to roll me a d10 for luck to see if that, uh, see if one of the, you know, because we've had one, two, three, four, we've we've had five dead gargoyles, so give me a roll me a d10 to see if any of them left a piece that big. A nine. Yeah, nine. Oh, yeah, no, there is totally, um, across the room, one of the ones that uh, NK, like, shot in the face, like, the torso's intact. Excellent. So, yeah, I'm gonna, um, yeah, grab that with my grappling hook gun, hammer throw it, and I think sweet move all the gogger oils. Okay, so we'll do that as a range attack. It's, it's a tough call to call that a ranger or a melee. Um, mm-hmm. Which is your better stat between the two? Range. Then we're going to do range. We're going to be nice, so do range. Um, so we'll do this as a range attack, and so give me um, your range plus level plus 1d10. Nine. Nine? Well, you just knocked out three of them. So there's only one left, and he's damaged. All right. So, uh, and that it's there's one gargoyle left, and it's his turn. And he is one of the ones who was on who was near Raz. So uh, he's gonna take a swing, and he's gonna hit you because. There's no way that a 12 doesn't hit you mm-hmm. <laughs> at level one. Um, and uh, what's your soak? What's your fitness? Seven. Plus level? Seven? All soak right. is seven. All right. Um, well, he did nine damage, so after soak, you take one. So, yeah. 
That brings us to NK. Who she's just gonna level her gun and shoot that last gargoyle. She's gonna hit it. And uh let's do some She does just enough. Oh god, yeah. Oh my gosh. She, the last gargoyle breaks apart. Yes. So it's just the Goliath and y'all, and we are at Babbitt. Um. Hmm. Babbitt's gonna just go up and kick it in the in the head. <laughs> As a regular <laughs> attack. Regular attack. All right, roll me your attack. Eighteen. That hits. <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. All right, take some damage there. That that'll take you know. Thirteen minus. <laughs> I hate doing math in my head. I really should just like write this down. Okay, he takes four of that then, after soak. He's got a huge soak. Okay. He's going to get up, and he's going to take an eye at... Uh, he's going to do his job now that the, all the gargoyles are gone, and his job is to keep Raz from leaving with the, with the stone, so he's going to take a swing at Raz. And, uh... It probably hits. Um... Does, yeah, that definitely hits because uh, that's a, like, 11. I'm assuming an 11 hits. Yeah. All right. And then he's going to do... So your soak is 7? Mm-hmm. So he did 9 damage, so you take 2 of that. All right. That goes to you, Raz. <laughs> is it is it standing at this point it's so no, it's not actually. Is uh, okay. well, he took a swing at you. He's kind of sitting up. Okay. <laughs> he, he sat up to take a swing at you, but he hasn't gotten up to his feet. So he's he's upright, but he's not um, he's not standing. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna shoot him. Wow. Okay. So roll me your attack. You hit him. Roll me your damage. 1d10 plus your range. Five. He soaks all of it. I know. That was my lowest. That takes us to NK. NK is going to... Um, 
Let's see here. Still got a couple sweet moves left. Um, so few sweet move points at this level. <laughs> oh, and she burned one on her entrance in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, NK. So NK is in front of the thing right now. And NK is going to grab a chunk of rock off the ground that was part of one of the gargoyles. And she's going to run straight at um run straight at the, the the goliath um and like like she's doing a basketball dunk with one of the big pieces of rock slam it into his head does that work yes all right so let's uh she just did four damage to it <laughs> Oh, man, this is so hard over first level. Babbitt, were it you? Okay. Um, There's still, like, an exit, right? You see an exit. Yeah. You have okay. not tried to use it. Right. Yeah, okay. Babbitt is going to run past Raz, surreptitiously pickpocketing that stone, and then keep on running for the exit. Okay. So you're going to reach the archway to the stairs pretty quickly because it's not a huge space. So you'll do that immediately this round. Um, roll me a d10. Two. As you hit, as you hit where the stairs are, you bounce and are thrown back ten feet into the room. That brings us to the Goliath, who now is going to take a look at Babbitt holding the stone, because <laughs> it just, it knows where it is. Oh, okay, fine. And uh, this is, you know, it's a magical being that is there to protect whatever big fancy artifact is put in its hand, and if you don't use the keyword, it just, you know. Now, if you guys had found the butler. Um, let's see here. It's going to take a swing at Babbitt. And it's... What's your dodge? Eight. It hits. Ooh, that's not great for you. Um, what's your soak? Three. 
Alright, uh, so 14 damage before soak. So <laughs> you take 11 of that. Uh-huh. You're 22. Thank God you leveled up. And thank God you have a death proof ward. Wow, okay. So Raz, we're at you. Okay. Um... For those of you paying attention at home, Babbitt can take 25 damage before he's rendered unconscious. It would be dead, but he's wearing a deathproof ward, which means he's just rendered unconscious, but he's at 22 damage. Alright, what are you doing, Raz? Um... Oh, I would like to, um, oh, man, it's dumb, but, well, I have, I have two ideas that I could do, but I think I will, um, well, are you attacking or using, so how many sweet moves have you done? I've done two sweet moves so far, so I've got two left. Okay. Um. Okay, one of my ideas is to um, do a ricochet move, and the other one is to um, spray tiny pebbles into his eyes. <laughs> well, you know how this system works. Both of those will do the same amount of damage. Exactly, exactly. That's why I'm like, ah, I can do either. Ah. Um... <laughs> um. But yeah, um, doo -doo -doo. so yeah, I'm going to use my grappling hook gun to, and I'm going to like slide it across, um, slide the hook across the ground, um, spraying up small pebbles into his eyes. I vote that that works. Yeah. I like All right. That. So give me your range plus level. Four. All right. He's looking pretty fucked up right now. He's, yeah, he's, he's staggering a little, but he's still on his feet. NK is going to, NK with her final sweep move, if I haven't done the math wrong. If, if I did do the math wrong, we're just not going to count that teleport at the beginning of the session. Um, <laughs> she is going to, um, God, she's right she's right near this thing. NK is like standing in front of it, so she's going to dive to the ground between its legs and shoot straight up its ass with both of her pistols. <laughs> yes. Does that work? Yep. Yeah. Yes, okay. it does. So that's gonna do four damage. <laughs> Babbitt, were at you? Um, okay. Just to give you a lay of the land, Babbitt, who has taken 22 damage in this fight, NK has taken 9 damage, Raz has taken 9 damage, the Goliath has taken 24 damage. 
out of the 25 it can take. Okay. So um, it's looking really bad. Yeah. Like part of its wing is falling off. Just got shot in the ass. <laughs> yeah, Babbitt's gonna. and just um, punch it in the dick yeah punch him in the dick yeah <laughs> yeah I was gonna say stony, basically stony that dick. yeah are you doing this punch as a sweet move or an attack stone cock um just an attack <laughs> okay, okay so this, this, these are important rolls that are happening now these uh -huh. are the punch in the dick rolls yeah. um so I want to keep one sweet move in case I need it <laughs> okay uh-huh. So, let's see. D10 plus one 8. 1D10 plus your bare hands plus your level. Uh, that would be a 12. That hits. Now, here's okay. here's here's the moment of truth. So, uh -huh. so, okay. His soak is a 9. So, and what's your bare hands? Uh, plus 7. 7. So, you need to roll... A three or higher on this one d ten. Yep. All right. Five. Yeah! Boom! Yes. Diggity. As Diggity. you you punch the stone Goliath in the plums. <laughs> His eyes go wide. And then he begins to crumble into stones like small pebbles all around you. And as he finally collapses, a small mushed together pair of granola bars hit the ground. <laughs> yeah. Got him in the eyes, got him in the butthole, got him in the dick. <laughs> I mean... You can't win against that combination. And everybody roll me a d10. Seven. Ten. So as it crumbled, you feel like a wave kind of passed through you. Like a wave of relief? Cause... No, like kind of like an energy <laughs> rippled out when you destroyed this thing. Oh, we should get out of here. Okay. We, we run to the exit. Do All right, we make so it through? yes, you do. In fact, it's ah. it's like it's fine. 
It's okay. the minor sp the thing that was doing the thing was the thing you just killed. What the energy yeah, wave yeah, yeah. was that going away? The thing keeping yep. you in going away. Okay. There are still. Uh, I will say, as you run down the hallway, um, if you stay on the, staying on the carpet, I assume. Yep. Okay, so the, you do pass by quite a few gargoyle statues on the way out. <laughs> yep. You arrive at the uh, the the doors. The doors just open for you. Sweet. Yeah, there were other things in that domed room. It's just that, the the. The Tri-Stone of Decor was sitting in the hands of the big statue, like it was probably the most valuable thing in the room. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I fully understand that. I could have, like, investigated a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. And gotten myself into trouble, but yes. nope. Besides the Indiana Jones, that crap. Yep. It worked out fine. I mean, Babbitt looks like crap, but, you know, Babbitt's <laughs> bloody and uncomfortable. Um, Can't Babbitt heal himself? I mean, he can. He can yeah. take some, yeah. But I don't need to right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's. So, um, so you are. You descend in the tower. And again, you just have to go down one flight of stairs. And you are in the tower. Cool. I'd like to try to make it out that side entrance we came in. Okay. So, um, if you recall, to get to that side entrance, um, mm -hmm. the stairs downstairs, the stairs to the, the first floor lead into the entry hallway by the front door. Yes. And so, uh, well, first thing that's going to happen is that Enkate's oh. going to hide. Yeah, wait a second. There are windows. There are windows. There are plenty are, of windows. Are we near windows on the front of the house? Uh, I'm going to say yes. Um, Okay, so when you were in the, the non-spooky level of the tower, there are windows that face the front of the house. Yeah, and they were over an overhang um, that cover that was over the front door, and then um, there are windows that face the front and side of the house on the second floor. Ooh, side of the house is probably better, because um, I could just open up a window, use my grappling hook gun, and just rappel down. Yes, yes, you could. The side of the wall. Is that what you want to do? I want to do that. Okay, yeah, you can 100% do that from the second floor. I'm not even going to, you know, I will say roll me a d10 to see if anybody sees you. Seven. Okay, Babbitt, can you also roll me a d10? Yep. Three. Because I'm assuming that everyone's going out this thing? Yeah. All right. Um, so Raz and NK go first and with their sevens, and they both slide down easily. You are halfway down 
the rope, Babbitt, when you hear a voice go, That does not look like the garden. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> what are you doing on the side of the home? You see a man, um, it's a human who's, uh, dark hair, but, like, kind of that horseshoe balding where he's, you know, just the horseshoe of hair around the side of his head, um, in a, uh, perfect black suit that matches the ones you saw in the, the room in the basement. Question, are there vines on the house? Yes. There there legitimately are. <laughs> so where is he? He is standing on the ground. Um there are bushes between him and Raz and NK. So he hasn't seen Raz or NK, but he is looking at you hanging on the side of the house. How far, how close is, it to, is he to me? Uh, he's like probably 50 feet away on the ground, but he's got a clear like view of you. Like he's in right. A, yeah. I dropped to the ground. And, um, I have, and I have seen no progress on the azaleas. You wouldn't know progress on the azaleas if it <laughs> bit you on the ass. What? How dare you speak to me that way? That's it. Get off of this property immediately. I do not care what Federico says. You are not working on my master's, my mistress's home. I don't know what the heck you are. My employer's home. That seems very fair. Good day, sir. Good day. By the way, have you seen Miss Dolores? She had me make lunch for her and, okay, because she didn't <laughs> show up to the that a whole thing about me making this stupid lunch. He walks off. I leave. <laughs> <laughs> I do as I'm told. <laughs> Raz comes out of the bushes. Nice job. Let's beat cheeks. All right, and you guys casually stroll off of the Arcturus <laughs> estate. And make your way back to the truck where you drive the 45 minutes home with a tristone of Nakur, meaning you have two of the three items. As you arrive back at the clubhouse, you get home and you see a very concerned looking Kel. What's up? Uh, so you guys got the stone, right? Like, you got it? 
got it. Okay, good. Because just some some real fun stuff happening today. Uh-oh. Uh so uh there's there's this. I I I record I DVR'd this um about two hours ago. And he pops on the screen. A news report comes up. This is GBS 7 in San Ricardo. In local news today, our special election for the mayor's office has concluded with Kel O'Reilly winning in a landslide. Mr. O'Reilly will assume office in two weeks and when the interim mayor finishes stepping down and uh, he had he had this to say to his crowd of supporters you know I couldn't have done it without you uh, this goes out to my father Robert Stormwood who made me the man that I am today and that I can help bring San Ricardo to a safer place through law and order. Kel turns off the TV. Again, he cannot even, like, try to do my voice. Just, I know that's, like, the smallest, like, the least wrong with this whole situation, but it just, it drives me nuts. Like, I'm on the record, like, talking in places, like, how can they not notice I sound... Anyways, so, yeah. He's mayor of San Ricardo now. Officially. Well, I've always hated politicians. Yeah, I can't wait till we are in a position where we can kill that guy. Yep. Raz is pissed. Yeah. So, uh, but that's... That's the uh the situation that we are now uh dealing with, living with, and uh Bill still hasn't gotten back. But uh yeah. where is he? He's he's uh these uh help uh samurai guy look for an apartment because uh you know, Samurai guy's been living here in the clubhouse with uh with NK and me. Oh. I don't you don't really live anywhere, Cal. Yeah, I exist here. Okay, this is home. Anyways, uh, yeah, Mara's been creeping the crap out of him, and it was like the last straw. So, uh, Bill, Bill took some money out of petty cash and is working on getting uh the the guy's own apartment, so we can like oh. you know just not have to pay attention to it. And I wish I didn't have to pay attention to it because of that. And Kel points in the corner where there is on a dolly a large chest freezer that was not there when you left, plugged into the wall. Oh, that works. Yeah, that's full. She oh. wheeled it in full. Which means there's another place where she's keeping this. Oh... Look, if she needs blood, she needs blood. Okay? Yeah, yeah. How much blood does she need? Look, I'm I don't know. I'm not an expert in blood magic. Okay. So, yeah. 
this is our nightmare. This is where we're living. And with that, uh, we're ending our session. Stormboard and Associates is a production of Nerd and Tie. You can find more information at nerdandtie.com slash stormwood. You can also find us on social media at Nerd and Tie on Twitter, nerdandtie.tumblr.com, and facebook.com slash nerdandtie. This podcast can be subscribed to on anywhere that major podcasts are found, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and uh, quite a few other places, and anywhere that takes an RSS feed as well. To be continued. Hey, while you're still here, let me tell you about another podcast on the Nerd and Tie Network, and that's Let's Be Legendary. Let's Be Legendary, the Fey Wild West, is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play game. So, an actual play game like this one, but like, you know, in a system people actually use in the real world. Set in a homebrew Wild West steampunk world, uh, the Fey Wild West follows two people discovering what it means to be in a relationship, all the while seeking revenge and learning the truth of their pasts. Let's Be Legendary podcast is an LGBTQ plus podcast with both main and minor characters, as well as players falling under the queer blanket. A heavy RP game with a focus on story and characters. And you can hear it every week here on the Nerd and Tie Network. And you can find all of their subscription information and links at nerdandtie.com slash legendary. <laughs>